Welcome to the Focal Tangent Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Amlani, and in my years of business and entrepreneurship, I've learned a thing or two. I'm a brand strategist and photographer. I love a great brand and capturing businesses in action. However, what has always stuck with me is the uniqueness in every story and brand. This is a show all about connecting the power of storytelling mindset and brand strategy to bring to light the abundance of possibilities for creating the business of your dreams. Join me each week as I bring you impactful conversations with thought leaders in all areas of business, branding, and personal growth, and be inspired by their unique stories of experience and grit that led to success they never thought possible. So let's dive into this week's conversation. Your busy season is approaching, your heart beats faster, and it feels as though there are less minutes in a day to get things done. To prepare, it's showtime. But wait, you haven't had a chance to connect with your partner or your family. And you think to yourself, there will be time when things get less busy when I get through this busy season. Does this sound familiar? This is my storyline on repeat. I've always been of the work hard, play hard mentality, but some may argue that I was or I am a workaholic. From my experience, spending a lot of time working does take away from other things in life, such as relationships. And oftentimes relationships that are closest to us are the ones that we may take for granted because we feel like they're always there. During the last year and a half during the pandemic, uncertainty rose and relationships were challenged in unexpected ways, including mine. There were tears, frustration, and yelling. And I thought to myself, am I the only one going through this? This is absolutely crazy. And it turns out that as I started to share and talk about things, I'm not the only one. And it's a topic that I really wanted to bring to the forefront today. I'm so excited to welcome Allison Villa, psychotherapist and relationship expert, here on the show today to lean into her expertise on helping couples remain healthy, especially... Today, we're going to be diving into remaining healthy during peak periods in business, during unexpected and stressful times, such as a pandemic. And Allison will also be leading us through the four relationship seasons. Welcome, Allison. Thanks, Nat. What a beautiful intro. And I just feel your heart so much in your sharing and your honesty. So many people can relate to exactly what you just shared. And it's oftentimes not something that I felt comfortable talking about openly, but when I started to, I felt like I was not alone at all. And it's really something that I think needs to be brought to the forefront and just talked about openly, because especially as entrepreneurs, we're carrying a lot of weight. We don't know when things are going to be opening and closing. And when things open, you're working like crazy just to make as much money as you can to make up for those moments that are slow. So I really wanted to dive into that because it does impact our relationships around us. And before we begin, I just want to introduce you to our listeners. So Allison Villa is a psychotherapist, a relationship expert, creator of the four relationship seasons and host of the Couplehood podcast. Her honest approach to parents and love has impacted couples and families worldwide. And as a wife and mother, she understands how raising a family affects the romantic relationship and the challenges that modern parents face. With Allison's virtual therapy practice and online offerings. This Keeping It Real Mama combines her personal and professional experience to teach busy couples how to stay 
connected, clear communication, and to build an intentional life for their family. Her mission is to build a movement of parents in love because how you love each other today will love on through your kids and in generations to come. Oh, that gave me so many warm and fuzzy feelings in my heart. I love that. (laughs) Just what you said about not wanting to open up or talk about your relationship. We have this, we this learned mentality of our relationship is private and it is what happens intimately in your relationship, of course, is private and between you and your partner. But the normalizing of the ups and downs that every relationship goes through, that's the part that we can all be speaking about and normalizing more openly. So I love that you you shared that and realized, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one. Because that's what we all need to feel. Yes. I do want to just ask you a little bit of just a few kind of branding questions because it is a kind of branding podcast as well, branding and mindset. And I wanted to kind of ask you, how did you get to where you are today in your practice and what kind of called you to do what you're doing today? When I started studying to be a psychotherapist, I started practicing one-on-one with clients. I would get the question a lot, well, what is your specialty? And when you're first starting, some people may know right off the top, but for me, I didn't really know. And so as I was beginning my private practice, I was also a new mother. And so naturally what was going on in my personal life filtered into who I was attracting as clients and the work that I was doing. And because of the patterns that I noticed in my own romantic relationship and the patterns I was seeing in my clients and then also in my fellow parents who were in my own life, I was noticing these patterns. And I thought, oh my gosh, parents need support in their relationship. We're so good at focusing on our children and how to parent our children. And I was like, wait, there's this missing gap because we, as the parents, the couple, we're the foundation. This is how our kids learn how to love and how to communicate and all those wonderful things. So in terms of my branding, it slowly formed over time and As we all evolve as individuals, often our brands evolve with us. Some people who may have followed my story for a while, initially I just started out online as House and Hook, which was my online blog when our family moved to Mexico and had wonderful adventure. So that's how we started. And then the blog ended up becoming something really important and meaningful to people. And so I started creating online offerings to help other people do wonderful things in their own families and their own relationships. And that filtered back to just being Allison Villa as the brand. I love how the story just evolves. Like sometimes you don't know where you're going to be, but it's just giving your all in that given moment and seeing what happens in your business. And then your brand will just grow with it. It really does grow with you and trusting that you don't have to have all the answers right now. And whatever you do in this moment, you can do that in this moment and also allow yourself to flow as you grow, your business grows with you. Oh, amazing. And you also went through a name change, right? So you went from House and Hook to Allison Villa. Was that hard? It was a big change. And there was a lot of thought into changing that because I did. I changed my website. I changed my branding. It was, it's a big leap to do that, but it was very considered, obviously. (laughs) And that's okay. It's all part of the growth, right? Yes. Okay. So let's dive into your zone of genius. The four relationship seasons. Can you tell me what they are and why every couple goes through them? I created the four relationship seasons to help name 
the patterns that I saw every single relationship, every single couple going through. And I've created this language to help take the judgment that we often have if we're going through a challenge in our relationship. What I often hear from couples and individuals when they're talking about their relationship is, you know, we're not in a good place and it's because we're not good at this and we're not doing that. And so we have the feeling and then we have the judgment on the feeling. And so I was like, oh, wait, like we need to normalize just how, you know, here in Canada, we go through four seasons. We know to expect the four seasons and we know how to prepare accordingly for each of those seasons because we've gone through them repeatedly. And so when you're able to find language around your relationship that, oh, wow, our relationship goes through seasons too. And this is where we are. And so this is what we need in those seasons. So anyways, that's why it was created. So there's four relationship seasons, coping, coasting, connected, and confident. So usually a couple would be in each season for four months at minimum. And just like the four seasons of the weather, you would not jump from the coping season to the confidence season. You would flow from coping and then to coasting and then to connected and confident. So it's the same idea. And there's a real flow between each of the seasons. So coping is when there is an a large external factor or internal factor that pulls all of your time and energy. And that takes all of your time and energy away from your couple. So what you were mentioning earlier, you know, when you have a big launch or you have a busy season in your business, that is an external factor that's taking your energy away from your relationship. It's not to say there isn't a great deal of love and respect in your relationship. It really is simply, we all have a finite amount of time in our lives and energy. So there are times, there are seasons where things pull our time and energy. So that would be an example of something that could put you into the coping season. So you're in the coping season. What's your advice for then managing the expectations in the relationship? Because I find that, for example, if I'm going through a busy season, I'll get the support, but oftentimes there's some sort of blowout, maybe in the form of resentment or whatnot. And it may not happen the first time, but it starts to pile up over time. And that can be really hard on business because your family and your relationships is the backbone of who we are. It's the foundation. So it can affect how we show up in business. So how do we get out of that and getting more to that confident stage? So when you're in coping, it's about adjusting your expectations accordingly. So if you think about it, if it's winter outside, you're not going to put your bathing suit on and your beach wear and your flip-flops. You're going to dress accordingly, right? You're going to get your parka, you're going to get your boots, you're going to put on a toque. So I'm using that analogy because when you can realize how simple it is to change your expectation, when you know the season, it really helps your relationship. So if you know you're going into a busy season, you know, okay, we need to adjust the expectations of our relationship during that busy season. And so because you can anticipate it, sometimes you can't anticipate that life is going to happen. But in this case, you can. And you you can know, oh, yeah, we're going to be going into the coping season because my energy is going to be going really focused on the business for a certain amount of time. So that means you together can make agreements and adjust your expectations of each other, right? So expressing how you're feeling is how you're going to stay connected in the coping season. Like I'm really feeling stressed with work or I'm feeling really great about this and celebrating those successes together. And then also asking for what you need. So in this case, you can predict what you're going to need because you've done it before. 
I'm going to need a little bit more time and space. I'm going to need you to pick the kids up because I'm going to really be focused during this time. What are the expectations that are going to help you not have those breakdowns, not have those feelings of resentment? And if you've gone through that a number of times, you probably know your patterns as a couple. And it's making sure to ask for it. And almost because it sounds like there's, there's a little bit of planning in advance for your relationship, right? So letting them know that it's coming because we're so close to our business. We know busy season is coming, but it may not be as obvious to everyone else around us, right? Yes. Simple verbalizing. What's like, okay, this is what's happening. This is what's coming up in the fall. I just want to give you an overview and probably I'm going to need more support here. And you're probably going to need more support over there, right? Like really asking, communicating, expressing how you're feeling. It's really important in the coping season, especially. And how about you're in the thick of it and you're feeling uptight and stressed. And as much as I may want to connect, it's not there. Like I just feel, I don't know, like my mind is racing or I'm feeling exhausted. How do I get to that stage of giving time to relationships? What you're saying is you're not in the headspace. And that is a really honest experience, right? We're not always able to be present when we're going from like busy, busy work mode and creative entrepreneur holding all the pieces in our minds to like, okay, you can't just close your office door and then go downstairs to your family and just be like, okay, I'm here now. Right. So it's really the practice for relationships, especially it's carving out the five to 10 minutes every day. And I really mean five minutes of like, okay, it's the end of the day. Maybe we just put the kids to bed. Now we can sit on the couch and we just actually talk. And sometimes for some couples, they need to have some time apart first to restore, have quiet time, and then they come to each other. It depends on each relationship is unique, obviously, but really just five minutes. It's almost like maintenance. So instead of waiting until like there's so many things that you need to discuss, these little moments, these little touch points make a world of difference. Maintenance. That's such a good analogy, right? And five minutes a day doesn't feel like a lot at all. And even when I think about there's this theory called golden time for spending time with kids. And that's, I think it's like 10 minutes, even just 10 dedicated minutes with them. And that's all they need to fill their cup. I love that. It's the same for your relationship, right? It's that being proactive. I like to think about a relationship like a flower. So think about your flower. It's in a pot on your windowsill. If you just leave it for a week, and then douse it with some water, it's going to survive. It's not going to thrive though. Or if you just like leave it on your windowsill and like take a vacation with it once a year, (laughs) that's my favorite one, is that you realize like, oh, wow, I've left it too long, right? You cannot leave a relationship. You can't leave a plant for months and months without giving it just a little bit of water every day, every other day, or some sunlight or talking to it. Really gardening is really simple. You just need to give it a little bit every day. And then you will have an amazing garden. So that's what your relationship is like. It just takes those tiny little, little moments. Okay. So what about when we're dealing with uncertainty? So things are changing quickly in the world. We have no idea what's coming. You know, it's like we can really only plan for days or a few weeks at a time with confidence, knowing that things can change. How do you recommend couples to go through periods of uncertainty? 
you know, specifically around this pandemic, because it's been such a constant state of uncertainty and it continues to be, I think the first thing is acknowledging how much that impacts our nervous system. So our brains and bodies, because of this uncertainty, have been in a stress response state likely for a year and a half. Just think about that for a minute, right? Think about how much that affects how you be in the world. It makes everything that much more challenging. It makes having clarity of thought challenging. It makes regulating your feelings more challenging. It makes parenting challenging. It makes communicating challenging. It makes even sleeping more challenging. All of these things, this is how your body and brain respond to stress and ongoing stress. It really depletes our nervous system in so many ways. So I think first acknowledging how much uncertainty really affects the brain and that affects how we show up for the people in our life. So first finding that compassion for yourself and for your partner, really seeing each other like, wow, we are going through a lot. And first we need to acknowledge that and find that gentleness because that will help how you approach what you expect of each other as well. So that is number one. How do you deal with uncertainty? First acknowledge that compassion and finding gentleness for what you're going through. And secondly, with many things, I'm always an advocate of being proactive. So what we're talking about, like taking those five minutes a day for your relationship, also taking that time to fill your own cup. You aren't able to show up in your relationship with clients or with people in your business or with your romantic relationships or with your kids unless you aren't filled up first. So that is the foundation of everything, right? We have to take care of ourselves. It is not selfish to take care of yourself. When you are filled up, it means that you have more tools to handle uncertainty when it comes. And then you'll you'll go through it with more confidence and with more of a clear mind, right? The only thing constant in life is change. So how do you feel confident with that? I mean, trusting the process and really letting yourself feel what you're feeling you might not feel confident with the uncertainty. I sure haven't. (laughs) How do you just let yourself feel what you're feeling and then move through it? And also know that uncertainty is going to be impermanent, right? Whatever you're feeling, we are going to move through it. And part of that uncertainty is also a sign of growth. By going through it, we will grow. Our soul will grow. And that also helps to oftentimes strengthen relationships if you, you know, like when you go through things together at the same time. That is such a great point, right? You're going through this together. So expressing how you're feeling to your partner is a really beautiful way to connect through the hardship, through the uncertainty. How is it making you feel? Maybe on some days you're feeling really angry. Let yourself feel, we often have this, I'm using anger as an example, but anger and rage is often judged as a negative thing. And it is negative if it comes out in violence, obviously, but those feelings also need to be expressed. Let yourself share that with your partner. That can be a way to connect through the uncertainty, sharing how you feel and holding space for each other. You don't have to judge how you're feeling. You just have to feel what you're feeling. Can you talk about the four seasons as it relates to, for example, breakdown of marriages that could lead to a breakthrough, for example? So when you go into coasting, it's, I call coasting kind of the red flag season because you don't want to coast for a long time. Often you can see couples who are really, really great with their family and with their kids, and they forget to spend time just together, just the two of them. And then years and years go by and the kids move out. And that's when we see empty nest syndrome. And that's where we can often see people separate or divorce at that time because they have not 
been able to carve out that time for the relationship. So that's where we can see if we stay in coasting for too long, that can take us away from each other. So we want to have that time with our partners and with our families. It's so, so important. And to answer your question about breakdowns to breakthrough, in my own marriage, I hit a point where I really wondered, what are we doing here? Are we on the same page? Do we want the same things? And it was very, very scary to admit that to myself and then to verbalize it out loud to my partner. Are we on the same page? And that was at a point where our kids were quite young, two and four. And I just felt like we are passing ships in the night and we don't spend any time together. And I am definitely not happy with this life that even though we'd created it intentionally, it didn't feel good. It was just feeling like we were like roommates, like roommates. Yeah. And that happens to a lot of couples, but I was like, this is not okay. I cannot do this. This will not be sustainable for a romantic relationship. And so I, of course, I brought that to my husband and was quite scared about like how he would respond. I wasn't scared, actually. I was more, I just felt like almost at peace about if this is what he wants, then we're not meant to be together and we will go our separate ways. I really had this peace about it because I knew what I needed. And if he wasn't able to match me on that, then was going to work out. We ended up having a lot of conversations. It felt like a breakdown for me to be expressing that to him. That's the part that felt scary. I felt like, oh my gosh, our, our relationship might break down. And what does that mean? But on the other side of it, it became a breakthrough because he was able to hear me and also do his own inner reflection. So often when one person does their own inner work and we grow and you bring that to the relationship, it allows the other person to do the same work, but you have to bring it to them. You have to give them that opportunity, right? To like, this is what's happening with me. I've grown and I want this. And do you want this? And are you actually happy? So breakdowns can truly be breakthroughs in a relationship because the challenges in our life are our greatest opportunity for growth and for deeper connection. Oh, that's so beautiful. And and thank you so much for sharing that because it is scary to talk about those sort of feelings, right? Because it's uncertain what the outcome is going to be. You have no idea what's going to happen, what the other person's going to say. And that's scary because there's risk in what the outcome could be. But I love the kind of advice and guidance of just being open. And even though one person's doing the inner work, it doesn't mean that if the other person's not doing it, that they're not going to follow suit or be inspired or get there. Oh man, there's been so many nuggets of advice. And I think that this is exactly what we need to kind of get through the life of an entrepreneur, managing the cycles of business, the ups and downs, the uncertainty, but embracing it at the same time. So thank you so much because honestly, relationships mean everything. It's just so much. It's part of who we are. It's part of our hearts. And when we speak from the heart in our business, that's kind of how we show up as our true selves. So relationships is a huge thing that we always have to work on. We have to heal. And your advice has been just so valuable. So Allison, do you have any final thoughts or any other lessons learned that you want to share? Well, it's interesting. I 
think that the four relationship seasons are a beautiful way of looking at our businesses as well, because our relationship to our business can also go through that. Like sometimes we're coping and we're struggling and sometimes we're just coasting. And then sometimes we feel like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling connected. And now I'm feeling really confident in where I am as an entrepreneur. So it's a really interesting way to look at all the different relationships in your life. And it helps you to to have that language and just have more compassion for yourself. That's really what it's about. We are having a human experience. Yes, totally. And that's so relevant because oftentimes people will say that we like mother our business. Your business can almost be like your baby. It's something that you nurture, take care of and think about all the time. So thank you so much, Allison. Where can our listeners find you? And do you have any promos coming up? You can find me at allisonvilla.com. My first name and my last name have two L's, N and I. <laughs> and I'm on Instagram a lot as well. And my handle is Allison double underscore villa. Also, if you want to learn more about the relationship seasons, I have a free quiz that you can take to find out your specific season. And once you know your season and you take the quiz, I actually give you a follow-up of exactly what action items will best support you within your season. So that is at alisonvilla.com slash quiz. And I also have a really awesome workshop coming up in the fall, all about how to stay connected to your family and to your partner. So I will send you the link for that. And I think that's about it. That's what's going on. I would love to connect more with you. Sounds good. I'll put everything in the show notes and I can't wait to take that quiz. I I just love quizzes. (laughs) (laughs) I know they are fun, aren't they? Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Allison. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining me this week on the Focal Tangent Podcast. If you love this episode, be sure to rate and review the podcast and hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss the next episode. Until next time, I am your host, Natalie Amlani.